Hi there, I'm Russ, and welcome to Dapper Dividends. I'm beyond a beginner, far from an expert, and there's a good chance I know something you don't. The following content are my opinions on investing in life and are not financial advice, but shared for your fun and entertainment. Now that's Dapper. Hey, what's up? It's a Friday night, the 8th of May, 2020. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about why I'm uneasy about the markets. I'm still buying, but I am definitely uneasy as the markets are going up and up. My buying has been slowing down. And this is what I have bought so far this week. Actually, before I get to that, I want to say thank you. A very big, humble thank you that I am now heard in eight countries, or I have been heard in eight countries. I have been heard in the United States, Germany, the Dominican Republic, Malta, Finland, the United Kingdom, France, and Mexico. So to anyone and everyone in those countries that has heard me or listened to me, thank you so much. I think that's awesome that from my house here in the Chicago suburbs, the Dominican Republic, and Finland are able to hear my tiny little show go. So I've been slowly buying below my average. I haven't really bought anything recently that's above my average. I bought some Starbucks earlier this week at $71.75. I think that was great because I I don't think we're going to see Starbucks in the low 70s much more. If we do, I will buy. Obviously, I reserve the right to be wrong because it's my opinion and nobody is right. Nobody is perfect. So yeah, I've been buying Starbucks. I'm confident buying more of that. This is one of my favorite long-term holds. Fabulous balance sheet, really low payout ratio. So they should have zero problem continuing to sustain and pay that dividend. And the fact that they they haven't cut it or they haven't suspended it during this pandemic shows me how strong of a company they really are and i am happy to buy more and if i'm wrong which i would gladly take that as a welcome surprise i would definitely buy more of starbucks in the 60s and if it got to the 50s again look out i'm, I'm gonna go all in heavier than i went before a couple really small buys i bought some more shares of CubeSmart, ticker symbol c-u-b-e they are a storage facility that I see around the Chicagoland area quite a bit, but I like their balance sheet. I'm familiar with it, so I took the opportunity to buy a little bit more. And then today, I bought some Wells Fargo at $25.40. I'm averaging down on Wells Fargo again, but this is another long-term hold, so I'm not too worried about averaging down And then I also bought some more Walmart. If you're following it, I have a little experiment, a little dividends now experiment going on where I'm trying to get, I'm trying to accumulate a year's worth of dividends in a very short time. This is going to illustrate why I was a terrible trader. Horrible. I tried it starting out with penny stocks. Bad idea. Don't do penny stocks. And then I just generally try to swing trade and I get too attached to shares. I, I marry them. They're, the saying is that you're supposed to date your trades, not marry them. Well, unfortunately, I would fall in love with each and every one and I just had the hardest time selling them. So that's kind of why I, I got into dividend growth investing, because when I found out, wait a minute, all I have to do is buy and hold 
and I don't have to sell and they pay me to hold their shares and they increase the money they pay me every year. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so that was definitely why I got into dividend growth investing several years ago. It just fits my style perfectly. I'm a terrible, horrible trader and this is illustrating it. So if you remember, I had three shares of Walmart and my target was 124.46. Well, it hit that. It went above that. It went to almost $126 a share a few weeks ago. And what did I do? I said, no, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hold for two years of dividends because why not break my rules and, and I'm getting kind of cozy holding these shares of Walmart. So that's why I'm a terrible trader, but I'm going to try this again. We'll see what next week brings. I now have four shares of Walmart at $122.18. And if you add the $2.16 annual dividend, that gives me a target of $124.34. So to recap, if Walmart hits $124.34, I will have $2.16 gain a share, which is the equivalent of one year's worth of dividends. And if I hold for two years, that's $126.50. So we'll see what happens this week. We'll see if I can if I can uh, tighten up the ship and get myself to sell after two years worth of dividends is what I think I'm going to hold for. I will let you know how that goes. And the reason I'm slowing down my buying is the economic carnage has me uneasy. Every week I'm seeing these numbers, the higher unemployment reports, the companies that are filing for bankruptcy, and all that we have is the market going up and up and up, completely disconnected. It's the craziest thing. Apparently economic data has no effect on the stock market whatsoever. It's, it's completely irrelevant. I feel like it's a spark that's dancing on the edge of a powder keg. But just to give you a few numbers, uh, so in the United States, our unemployment is at 14.7%, which is the highest since the Great Depression. That gives me pause right there. The highest since the Great Depression and the markets is to keep going up in a V-shaped recovery. It doesn't make sense. 33.5 million jobs lost in seven weeks. This last week alone, there was 3.17 million new initial unemployment claims. We've never seen an unemployment spike like this. I don't know if we'll ever see that again. Just completely unprecedented. The people that are out of work and the jobs that are shut down and the economy the economy is is in the tank and the market just keeps on going up. No problem. Uh, yeah, I read that like Lord and Taylor is filed for bankruptcy along with Neiman Marcus, J. Crew, True Religion, the retailers. The retail space is terrible. I don't know what it's going to look like. This is why two of my REIT holdings, Simon Property Group, ticker symbol SPG, and Realty Income, ticker symbol O. I don't know if they're deep discounts now or if they're going to go even further down, but I have to believe that over the long run, and I'm holding these shares for the next 20, 30 years. I may even pass them down to my grandchildren if that's the case. But they, I think they will rebound one day. So in the short term, I'm not worried. I, I wouldn't even be surprised if especially Simon Property Group cut the dividend. But so far, so good. It's still intact on both of those. And Realty Income had actually increased their dividend a short time ago. 
All right, well, that's pretty much gonna wrap up my little market ranting and what I'm doing with my stocks. And I hope that you follow me at RustyRam78 on Twitter. And on YouTube, I have a channel that I kicked off where it's called Stashing Worthy Acorns. And I'm reviewing three investing apps, the Stash app, the Worthy Bonds app, and the Acorns app. I started them off each with $50, and I'm adding a total of $20 a month. I'm doing that for two years, excuse me. I'm doing that for two years, and I'm giving a weekly update in my own fun, unique, and entertaining and informative way. So I hope you'll check it out. And that's going to wrap this up, and I hope you stick around. So tonight it is going to be cold. We are supposed to be hit with this polar vortex. Uh, the temperature here is going to drop to about <clears throat> 25 degrees Fahrenheit, negative 4 degrees Celsius. And everybody's all worried about their plants. Got to bring the plants in, cover up the plants. We bring flowers into the garage that we had in pots. So yeah, I think we'll get through it. It reminds me of a story when I was in the Navy. So I was in the United States Navy. I went in right after high school. And I was on an aircraft carrier, the USS John C. Stennis, CVN-74. I worked on weapons elevators. I was a machinist mate. That was my rating. I worked on weapons elevators, which carried uh, ordnance, bombs, missiles, uh, rockets from the magazines to the hangar deck and then from the hangar deck to the flight deck. So we were on a six-month deployment it was July of 1998, which in the United States in July is our warmest month. It is very hot in July. So we were going to Perth, Western Australia. And the closer we started getting to Australia, I thought it was going to be hot and beaches and sunny. Now it was snowing. It was snowing in July. And that's when I learned that Australia has their winter exactly opposite to us because, duh, they're on the other side of the globe. And it was just a very surreal thing being in Australia in July and I had to wear my pea coat and it was just snowing and it was cold and miserable the whole time we were there. But, you know, we were young sailors, so it wasn't snowing inside of the bars, I can tell you that much. And the casinos as well. So we had uh, we had quite a bit of fun and we'll keep it PG and we'll end it at that. I also see that in Chicago, we're going to be holding a reopen rally for the state of illinois there's one in the springfield in springfield which is the capital and there's one in chicago next week and i've been saying it all along that they may try to keep us quarantined but if the people want to go back to work and enough there's enough force and pushback they're going to have no choice but to concede to the people i don't claim whether that's right or wrong but if that's the will of the people then uh, there's more people than there are government, and I assume that the government is going to acquiesce to the will of the people. So I'll be keeping my eye on that to see what happens, and hopefully it remains peaceful and everybody uh, speaks their mind uh, and there's no violence or anything of that nature. Well, I'm going to be wrapping it up here. We uh, we got a new board game I came became aware of. It's called Dominion. It's a card game. Not really my type of Thing, I don't think, but I heard it was a really fun game. It's a 500-card deck-building game. It's medieval-centric. It's medieval-themed. 
and it's supposed to be a lot of fun. Uh, my wife and I, I think, are going to learn how to play it first before we uh, explain it to the kids. It looks like it's a little bit uh, lengthy of a game, um, or at least the learning curve looks lengthy. They say that the gameplay is only 30 minutes long, so we'll see how that goes. And then I think that's all I want to talk about, yeah. Oh, the song of the week. So I, I'm ending the every show with a song that I like. I can't play the songs because I don't have the rights to them. If it's a song that I really enjoy or really makes me happy, I want you to hear it. So for this one, you're going to have to go to YouTube and you're going to check out one of my favorite bands of all time, Social Distortion. Love Social Distortion. And this song, Story of My Life, is their most famous song. And it's a song I don't listen to much because I've heard it probably... 500,000 times in my life but those first you know 100 or so times that I heard the song it was really new and fresh it really meant a lot to me and to this day every now and then when I hear it I still get that smile it always makes me smile so go to YouTube check out Social Distortion Story of My Life I don't think you'll be disappointed it's a song I love I am also drinking tonight some Ballast Point uh, Ballast Point Brewing Company, Sculpin IPA, India Pale Ale. They are from San Diego, from San Diego, California. We are going to San Diego in July. This will be interesting because I'm not going to have my microphone and I'm not going to have my desk set up here, but I will be able to record from my phone. So I will give you something from sunny San Diego in July. I don't know what yet or how, but we'll figure that out when we get to it. Alrighty, that wraps it up. I'll talk to you Tuesday. I'm going to get out of here. And remember, everyone you meet has something to teach you.